What's up, guys? And welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. I am Laura Lindahl, and you are in the right place if you are an active woman who wants to live for the long haul and gets a lot of joy from your workouts, but life sometimes get lifey. Things get busy, and you're wondering how to get over the hump of getting back into your workout routine once again. Then if that's you, you're not going to want to miss a minute of today's episode, so tune on in. Her True Strength Podcast is your faith-based approach to discovering how to build your strongest body yet. You'll learn how to strengthen your mind, body, and spirit all through the lens of the gospel. I'm your host, Laura Lindahl, follower of Jesus, lifter of weights, and adventure enthusiast. And I empower faith-based women to build strong bodies from the inside out so they can confidently impact the world with strength and grace. Welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. I am your host, Coach Laura Lindahl, and today I'd like to start off by sharing a story that may sound like something you've experienced before. As you may know, my husband and I recently moved into a new home in June of this year, and between the unpacking, the moving, and the packing and unpacking and packing and unpacking, I took a two-week hiatus from lifting. And after those two weeks, I had some mixed emotions about getting back to lifting. Now, I've taken lots of training breaks before. I've been lifting since I was about 16. But this time, I felt a really strong desire to get back to it. But at the same time, I felt this resistance to it. Like, I could accomplish so much more with that time. And that's when it dawned on me that you've likely felt this way, too. Maybe you felt like you're stuck in a gray zone. Maybe you stopped training for a time and you're really feeling this resistance and you're wondering, how do I get back? How do I do it right? And what I realized personally is if that I, if I listened to that resistance, I'd never see the strength gains that I wanted to. I would start to feel the effects of not working, of not working out, of not running, of, of not lifting on my energy, on my joints, on my metabolism. But so much more than that, I realized that the momentum that I had built up was gone and that I needed to do some digging to identify where it went and find something deeper to get me back into my rhythm again. Maybe you felt this way. Well, if you have or could imagine feeling this way, then listen in. Because when life starts to get lifey, sometimes working out isn't in the cards and that's okay. Maybe you've been traveling to see family. Maybe you have a newborn. Maybe, unfortunately, there was a death in the family and you are feeling grief. Maybe you're moving into a new home or in a season where your energy is just spent elsewhere. It's okay. What's important is not that you never have these seasons where you're not lifting, but that you remind yourself of how long you're going to stay in them and what clear guidelines you need for how to come back and when to come back. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you guys today is going to be some helpful really practical tips, whether you're in the season now, coming out of the season, or maybe about to head into one. After this podcast, you'll be prepared with the practical tips, strategies, and some guidelines to take a training break and return without killing yourself in the process. So let's start off by answering a question you may be asking, Laura, if I take a break from lifting, will I lose all of my muscle? which is a great question to ask. I mean, who wants to lose ground on all of the hard work you've done, right? No one. Now, to answer your question, you need to know a bit more about muscle protein synthesis, okay? Or how our body actually builds muscle. See, when you work out, you break down your muscles and 
with recovery, they rebuild to become more dense, more firm. You have more muscle fibers in a smaller area. So this means that the longer that you've been working out, the stronger you are, the more muscle density you have. This is why one of the first things you'll start to notice change in your body when you work out is how firm your muscles get. That's simply because they are more dense. Now, how is this relevant? Well, studies have shown us that the stronger you are, aka the more muscle density you have, the longer you're able to take time away from lifting and not see any significant change. In fact, a study done in 2013 showed minimal muscle difference after a three-week training break with just walking and general body movement. There was no training for three weeks and they saw zero difference, which means that if you're an everyday athlete who's been lifting for some years, you likely have about a three-week window where you're going to be fine. Now, while muscle mass might not have significant changes, there are some changes that you should be aware of and expect to feel when you return to lifting. Now, these are the changes, and then we'll talk about guidelines based on these changes that you can use to help you ease back into lifting, like I said, without killing yourself or completely regretting it. First is an increased RPE. And if you don't know, RPE stands for rate of perceived exertion or how hard your workout feels. This is a very subjective term, but it's really effective at helping us to understand how much effort we are putting into our workouts. Now, what likely felt light before you took a training break will feel much heavier. And while you may be thinking it's because you've lost muscle, this response is actually much more from your nervous system than it actually is from your muscles being weaker. Your nervous system is adapting to bearing loads again. And the good news is that this won't last likely more than a week. So there's nothing to stress about. Second is an increased heart rate. So while your muscle tends to hold its own for a little bit longer, your cardiovascular system, on the other hand, doesn't. Our cardiovascular system has less ability to preserve its level of conditioning than our muscles do. So you might just feel like your heart is about to beat out of your chest after a set of 10 deadlifts. But the good news is that's totally normal. The third effect you'll likely notice from taking a break is increased muscle soreness. And I'm talking doing the same exercises, the same weight that you did before where you did not get sore and feeling extremely sore the day after or maybe the day after or the day after the day after. (laughs) This is also totally normal. This happens because after regular lifting, your body knows it starts to adapt by storing energy in your muscles that it can use for faster recovery. In other words, it speeds up our turnaround time between our workouts. And when you take a break from lifting, those reserves start to run low because your body is not receiving the stimulus to keep that energy reserve in there which in turn slows down your body's ability to clear the what we would call hydrogen ions that are produced when you contract a muscle, which leads to that perception of soreness. So with these things, those three things you now know to expect, we can have a clear plan of how to come back from your training break without absolutely destroying your body for a week. First, take your working weights down by about 30% when you return from a training break. This means if you were lifting 75 pounds for your overhead press, you dial it back by about 22 pounds. For simple math, you take your total working weight and multiply it by 0.3, and that's the weight you take off of the bar. I hope that makes sense. So if you're a runner, 
you can take your pace down by about 30%, which means that if you regularly run at an effort of 8 out of 10, you'd run at a pace about 5 out of 10 or an effort of 5 out of 10. This allows you to focus on your form and to keep your RPE lower so that you can get in the volume that you need to improve again without dying in the process or kicking yourself for taking a break in the first place. Second, if you feel like your heart is about to vacate your chest, just plan on giving yourself an extra 15 to 20 minutes for your workout. No, it might take a little bit longer, but this allows you to give yourself longer rest times between your sets so that you can focus less on your heart, feeling like it's going to kill you, and more on the quality of your lifting, which in turn can help prevent injuries and make your lifts more effective and more enjoyable. If you're worried about this killing your cardio gains, don't worry. Just go for a walk the next day and I promise you, you'll thank me later. Third, if you don't love the feeling of your muscles screaming at you the next day after a workout or maybe doubting your ability to get up off the couch or make it up the stairs, then consider going for a walk directly after your workout or run. You need just 15 to 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be super long, but this allows the pumping action of your muscles to actually work out some of the byproducts, some of the byproduct fluids that create that soreness in your muscles. So you're going to feel a lot better the next day. While you might be sore, it's not going to be the don't want to move, get up off the couch type of soreness. Now, Those are the three strategies that you can take based on the three things that you should expect when you return. But you may still be thinking, but Laura, what about that resistance you talked about? How do I overcome that? The mental game. Do I need to just grit my teeth and do it? Well, you 100% can do that, my friend, (laughs) but I wouldn't recommend it. Anytime I've done that, just grit my teeth. I just go about it from a place of a have to rather than a get to. And for a few reasons, like, lifting, running, and taking care of your body, it's not a chore. Like getting into the word, sure, there may be days where you're going to just go through the motions to build habits that are healthy for you, but given the choice, I'd much rather have you get back to lifting or running because it brings you joy and helps you serve a bigger purpose. It's so much more empowering. It's so much more enjoyable to approach it from that perspective. And that's exactly what is often lost in a training break. It's what's lost and what makes it so dang hard to get back. You've lost your perspective. You've lost your focus on why it matters in the first place. And something likely has taken its place, which is why it's really important. And the first step to overcoming that resistance to get back to your workouts is to identify what has taken its place. Look at your schedule. What is now in the place of when you used to work out? Once you've identified that, you can ask yourself, is that more important than why my training matters to me? You need to identify why does your training matter to you? Why is it important? And is that thing that is now in its place more important? And while I can't tell you what your why is, I think that's something you only you can do, only you can do the work of that, why your fitness matters to you, I can share why my training matters to me. When I think about my life in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, how I want to feel in my body, what I want to be able to do, what I want to think of my body, what my body is meant to do, I think about what my body can do for other people. I think about what my body can do for my future children, for my friends. And I know that I want to be fully present and capable to serve and love them. And I know that having a body that is strong and mobile 
allows me to do that with a lot more energy, a lot less pain, and because of those things, a lot more joy. I want to be a mom who can push a stroller up a hill, play chase with my kids, and pick them up without wondering if my body is capable of doing it. I also know, more importantly, that my body is a gift. It's an amazing gift, and that exercise is a component of stewardship that I'm commanded to do. And I want to take as good as care of my home as I possibly can, because I know that the Holy Spirit resides within me. And when I think about that, the resistance, the thing that I replaced my exercise with, seems a whole lot, heck of a lot smaller to me. And my drive to get back to lifting, to get back to training, kind of grows three sizes bigger. (laughs) Kind of like the Grinch on Christmas. But in closing, guys, just know that any guilt, shame, or fear that you're having for not training is not from the Lord. And I think it's really important that we address this, that we talk about this. There's likely a component of that resistance that is asking you to feel guilty, that is asking you to feel shameful, is asking you to be fearful of getting back. And you don't have to listen. Just recognize you have a choice. Recognize that that voice is not from the Lord. The Lord loves you at your lowest. He loves you enough also to not keep you there. Guys, you can choose to get back to lifting, not because you have to, but because you get to. Because your body is fearfully and wonderfully made by a God who is fearful and who is wonderful. And your strong body allows you to serve and love him better. And you are made in his image. And your body is therefore worthy of taking care of it. Of being taken care of. So that's what's driving me. Those are my tips. Those are my strategies for getting back to lifting. And as always, if this podcast helped you on your journey, please don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend, share it with a friend who needs it. And until next time, friends, stay strong. All the love, Coach Laura.